all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Don't forget that your skin is your largest organ, and the sun can be your skin's worst enemy. Dermatologist-recommended Neutrogena products offer the ultimate protection for your skin. From makeup remover wipes to Hydro Boost Water Gel Facial Moisturizer, BJ's has your entire lineup of Neutrogena skincare products. And now through December 3rd, save $4 on any Neutrogena product at BJ's. Love your skin back and save now through December 3rd, only at BJ's. We are not just making noise. We are not just uh, out here just talking, talking, talk. We are literally speaking to the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, and the great I am. And we expect to get results. Somebody said, because that's not like you. You already know it. Y'all know I do not like starting late. And uh, we had a little bit of an issue. But come on in. Let me know where you're watching from. Uh, share this video. Share, share, share. When you share, people get saved. Yesterday, tons of people got saved yesterday. I think the total number for the day um, was over 10 people yesterday. Can we thank God for that yesterday? Over 10 people giving their lives to the Lord Yes, just yesterday. What an amazing, an amazing uh, blessing. So to God be the glory for that. We'll be up on uh, Facebook and uh, YouTube here in just a second, as well as the Harvest Channel. Again, just a little bit of a technical delay. But that's all right. We are moving forward in that. We expect results when we pray, everybody. Listen, um, let, hey, Cave Junction, Oregon. All right. Awesome. Wonderful. Naperville, Illinois. Commerce City, Colorado. I see Chicago in the house. Where, are you, where else are y'all watching from? Let me know. Let me know. Let me know. Hey, listen, what do we do? Every single Monday night, we gather together to pray for one hour. I want to encourage you to set aside this time every single week. And make it a priority. When prayer is a priority, you are going to see results. When prayer is a priority, you are going to see things happen for you. Uh, so, right, it's not quite up just yet. It'll be up. And actually, no, Facebook is up. Everything's up now. We should be up everywhere, everywhere, everywhere uh, now. And we should be good. Just had a little technical issue, but we're good. Hey, Texas, what's going on? Where else you watching from? Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Where else are we watching from tonight as we pray? Um, we gather together again every Monday night for one hour. Where do you get an hour from, Bishop? The Bible says that when Jesus in one of the most was in one of the most defining moments of his life, that he prayed for one hour. He prayed for one hour with Peter, James, and John. What's amazing about it is that it was in a moment where he knew, everybody pay attention, he was going to have to do something that was difficult. Let's talk. He was going to have to do something that was difficult, and he spent that time praying. He knew what he was going to have to do was going to be difficult, that it was going to be, uh, guys, everything, everything should be up everywhere now. Everything should be up everywhere now. Um, he knew it was going to be difficult. He knew it was going to be challenging, but he prayed for that one hour beforehand, and the Bible says that gave him the strength to deal with what was difficult. I need you to type this tonight. Not only are we going to get results, but I need you to type this word, strength. I need you to type the word strength. I need you to type the word strength. Y'all are telling me it's black on Facebook. Why is it black on Facebook? Nope, it's there, guys. Everything is there. It's there. We're good. We're good. We're good. Maybe on y'all's devices. All right, uh, but it's good. Thank y'all for keeping me posted, though. But no, I'm looking at me. I can see me on Facebook right now. So we are there. All right. 
So listen, um, there we go. We got it. But I appreciate y'all being on it. Y'all are the best. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, and so you get strength when you pray. You get strength when you pray. You get strength when you pray. Type that word strength, 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 strength. You get strength when you pray. And that is so important. Many times there are things that we put off, things that we procrastinate on, things that we don't do, things that we haven't done, things we're afraid of doing because we have not gone to God in prayer tonight. So you better hear me tonight. You're going to get strength to deal with whatever's challenging that is ahead of you. All right. So what do we do? Every Monday night for one hour, we gather together to pray. Facebook, Bishop Foreman Harvest Church, Facebook, Bishop Foreman Harvest Church, YouTube, Bishop Foreman Harvest Church, Instagram. A Twitter video as well as the harvest um, the harvest um, uh, the harvest channel all right on our website all right and then of course in our app all right so listen um uh, I want to um, as we go into prayer tonight we're going to start um, and I want to I want to go back to some basics tonight as we're walking through prayer and teaching you of the basics of prayer prayer uh, has a protocol prayer has a protocol and that's important what does that mean right things in the right order in the right places that's important because everything that God does God is a God of order he is a God of order he is a God of order he is a God of order he's a God of order and everything that God does he does it uh, with an order. He does it with a protocol. And so we want to understand that. All right. Um, and so in that, when we pray, one of the things we always do is one, every time we gather together to pray on Monday night, two things I'm going to have you to do. One, I'm going to have you to say a lot because life and death are in the power of your tongue and on the power of your tongue. That's Proverbs 18 and 21, which means your tongue, what you say has the power to determine what you see. So, Father, tonight, give us the grace to guard our tongue. Father, tonight, give us the grace to be cautious with the words that come out of our mouths because life and death are in the power of our tongue. Father, we commit our tongues to you tonight. As we pray, we pray that everything we say, God, would line up with your word. We cancel every negative thing that we've spoken, every negative thing that we've prayed, every negative thing that has ever exited our mouth, that has been against what you've ordained, that's been against what you've set up for our lives. And we tonight, God, agree with you. Your word says in John 6, 63, that the words you speak are spirit and they bring light. So we pray, God, that we would speak life out of our mouths concerning our lives and everything connected to us. Father, forgive us for speaking death, Forgive us for speaking damnation. Forgive us for speaking evil. Forgive us for speaking fear. Forgive us for speaking doubt. But we speak your word tonight. Come on. And we agree and we align with your word. We agree and we align with your word because life and death are in the very powers of our tongue. So, Father, we pray that before you let it come out of our mouths, that we shut our mouths. Come on. That before we allow it to come uh, into the atmosphere that we will take authority over the words that we speak tonight. In Jesus' name we pray. Everybody say amen right there. Here's the second thing. Here's the second thing. Um, uh, one of the things uh, that we uh, you hear me talk a lot about is about typing things on the screen. The reason I have you to do that, for those of you who can, and don't, oh, don't let me forget, our Uncommon Gospel Radio Network family, uh, don't forget you at all. One of the things that and so important is the power of agreement, the power of agreement. And Matthew 18, 19 says that if two of you on earth, everybody listen, if two of you on earth, guess where we're at? We're on earth. Agree about anything. You better hear me. It will be done for them by my father in heaven. I'm going to say it again so that you get it, 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 so that you get it. Uh, many times when we sometimes quote this scripture, 
We will add the word uh, touch because certain translations, uh, for example, the King James version of that, of that scripture says this, uh, that if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask, it shall be done for them. But I want you to listen to it in the English Standard Version. It says, again, I say to you, if two of you agree about anything they ask, it will be done for them, which means you need agreement working in your life. You need agreement working in your life. And guess what? Thank God that the pandemic cannot stop us from agreeing. We may not touch our neighbor like we used to, but we can agree with one another. So tonight, when I ask you to type things on the screen when we pray, it is because uh, it's the power of agreement. The Bible says that if two of you agree on anything on the earth, it will be done for you. Everybody watch me. Even if it's negative, this is why you have to be careful. Everybody listen to me. If you are a gossiper, I need you to stop tonight. If you've been a gossiper, uh, uh, just wave your hand. And then I, why are you being honest about it? Because there's no, listen, when you're real, you can heal. If you've been a gossiper, I need you to do the hand wave emoji because I need you to shut that down tonight. Because guess what you do? Every time you get on the phone and you talk negative, you get on the phone and you talk trash, you get on the phone and you talk mess, what you're doing is you are agreeing with one another. So what you agree on, even if it's negative, the Bible says that's going to be done for you. This is why you have to be careful that when you're angry, that you don't get on the phone and start venting. Oh my God. You got to be careful that you don't vent to people, that you're going to activate something in the earth that's negative. I need you to say this with me. Say, Father, in Jesus' name, forgive me for agreeing on negative things. Forgive me for agreeing on things that do not align with your word. Come on, y'all. Forgive me for agreeing on gossip. Forgive me for agreeing on mess. Forgive me for agreeing on what I ought not agree. And tonight, come on, I need you to say that thing. And tonight, and tonight, I make a conscious decision to shut that down. But I declare, God, I will agree with the word. I will agree with what you say and that only in Jesus' name. Now, let me pray for you, Father. In Jesus' name tonight, I pray for everybody. Thank you for the honesty of individuals responding that they've been gossipers. God, that is, watch me, gossip is something that you think you're pouring poison on somebody else to only get up and realize that the acid was on you. You think you're bleaching somebody else's clothes, but you're, but you're getting the bleach on yours. You think you're poisoning somebody else, but you're the one actually drinking the Kool-Aid. You're the one drinking the bleach. And tonight, Father, I pray that we would not stand in agreement over negative things with anybody at any time for any reason, especially those things concerning us. When we gather together on prayer, God, the reason we type it, the reason we say it, the reason we chat, the reason we do that, Lord, is so that we are able uh, to be uh, to agree and see things done for us that align with your word. Forgive us for negativity. Forgive us for gossiping. Forgive us for agreeing with mess. Forgive us for venting to people who didn't even have the ability to solve the problem. We pray, God, that we would learn to take our problems up. What does that mean? I take them to a higher authority. Yes, we go to God. But Father, teach us tonight how to go to authority that is above us. If, if that's leadership, if that's a supervisor, if that's a boss. Father, you cannot solve problems at the same level of intellect and the same level of authority that created them. We cannot solve problems at the same level of intellect or authority that created them. You've got to take them higher. So we pray tonight, God, we would take things higher. That we would not be in the gutter in our conversations 
We not be in the gutter in the stuff we say. We not be in the gutter in the conversations that we have with one another. And we thank you for it tonight. In Jesus' name, come on, somebody say amen. Oh my God. Guys, this is so important. Let me tell you why. And again, I'm just doing some basic stuff tonight because sometimes we want to major in in, in 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 the complicated and haven't mastered the simple. And I want to make sure that you get results from prayer. You're not going to get results from prayer because you you speak with such eloquent words and, and you know the Hebrew and you know the Greek and you know this and you know that. No, you're going to get results from prayer because we follow the protocol of it. All right. We follow the protocol of it. And we're going to look at Matthew 6 in just a little bit as we're jumping into prayer. Do me a favor. If you haven't shared this yet, I need you to share this. If you're on the Harvest Channel, you can share this uh, literally by just sending somebody the link. If you're on Twitter video, you can share it. If you're on Instagram, click the little triangle, whatever platform you're on, you can share it tonight. Uh, Oncoming Gospel, you can shoot it to somebody. All right. Let's get this word out to people tonight. All right. So this is super important. Um, and, and so uh, in that, um, I'm going to make sure we get this, right? So I'm going to have you say a lot. I'm going to have you type a lot because when we agree, the Bible says whatever we agree on, it will be done for us. So uh, uh, that's two things that I'm going to have you to do a lot of. Let's go further in prayer tonight. When we pray, one of the things we often start with is asking for forgiveness for our sins um, and the uh, sins that we've uh, committed knowingly and unknowingly and three types of sin. The reason for this is because if there's anything that would impede God from hearing us, we want to get that covered under the blood. You don't just go, it's kind of like calling a company. And let me think, let me give you this example. If you're calling a credit card company and saying, I want to increase on my credit limit, but you have not yet paid your existing bill. And in fact, you got some, you, you are 30 days, 60 days, 90 days late on your existing bill. They're going to say to you, we cannot process your request. Why? Because you are not in right standing with us. It is the same concept when we pray. When we pray, we get all of our sin covered under the blood. The Bible says we confess our sin before him and he is faithful and he is just to forgive us. You do not go to God and begin making your list of requests and your list of I want this and I want that and I want this and I want that. And you have not yet made sure you are in right standing with God. Does that make sense to everybody? Wave at me if you get that analogy. So when we pray, y'all, when we pray, that's the reason that we start with asking for forgiveness so that there's nothing that impedes or blocks our prayers. For example, the scripture says this. Um, the scripture says, uh, let me get you this. Um, uh, uh, let me give you this just one example. So first Peter three, seven uh, in first Peter three, seven. This is an example. This is just one of many examples where the Bible it's very specific that there's certain things that will impede your prayers, which means you talk, 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 and heaven said heaven heard nothing. You ran your mouth and heaven heard nothing. Here's an example. First Peter 3, 7. It says this. Likewise, husbands, live with your wives in an understanding way, showing honor to the woman as the weaker vessel, since they are heirs with you of the grace of life, that your prayers may not be hindered. Whoa. God says um, to a, a husband, he says, listen, I need for you to make sure that you're running things properly, because if you are not, what happens is God says, I'm not listening to your prayers. Wow. That's one example. Dishonor is another example of that. 
You see that throughout the scripture. When you dishonor leadership, when you dishonor authority, when you dishonor uh, your man of God, that the, the script, and I'm not going to run through the several scriptures that I've taught on it before. That is another thing that hinders your prayers. Got it? So the reason we pray for forgiveness is because there may be some stuff you did and there may be some stuff you did not know about that heaven says we cannot process your request until that's covered. But I need y'all to say tonight, thank God for the blood. Come on, y'all. Thank God for the blood. So let's pray. So Father, in Jesus' name, we ask that you would forgive us, God, from all of our sin, those committed knowingly and unknowingly. And tonight, God, we thank you that you are the God that covers us. You are the God that forgives us. Bless you, Pastor. You are the God that forgives us. Your word says in 1 John chapter 1 that if we confess our sin before you, you are faithful and you are just to forgive us. So tonight, as we pray, we call upon your faithfulness. And we call upon you being just. What does that mean? That means that you hear us and that you will respond. We ask that you would cleanse us from all unrighteousness. What does that mean? Everything we've done that is not right, every wrong that we have not righted. Father, we ask you to forgive us for that tonight. In the name of Jesus, we ask for forgiveness for our sins, those committed knowingly and unknowingly tonight, the stuff we know about and the stuff that we do not know about. We ask that you would forgive us for that tonight in the name of Jesus. Wash us in your blood. What does that mean? From the top of our heads and the soles of our feet, God, we pray that we would be covered by the blood of Jesus. That means that we are not what we did. We are covered under the blood. We are not our mistakes. We are not our failures. We're not our screw ups. We're not our, we are none of that. We are covered under the blood. And when you see the blood, you see yourself. And the Bible says that you cannot deny yourself. Come on. You cannot deny yourself. When you see your blood covering us, you cannot deny yourself. Second Timothy 2 and 13. So we thank you that the blood covers us. Type that on the screen. The blood covers me. The blood has washed away our failures, washed away our mistakes. It's washed away our sin. It's washed away our iniquity. Sin is to make a mistake. It's to miss the mark. But God, the blood has also washed away our iniquity. Iniquity are generational sins. They're, they're sin that's passed down and around. It is stuff that we have practiced because we saw it and got it from our bloodline. And we thank you tonight, God, for forgiveness for transgression. Transgression, God, is when we willfully deviate from what we knew to be right. Forgive us tonight, God, for our transgressions. We thank you that we are forgiven for the stuff that we knew we were wrong, but we did it anyhow. We thank you, God, for forgiveness for the stuff that we knew we had no business doing and we did it anyhow. We thank you, God, that your blood still covers. There is no place too low where the blood of Jesus cannot flow. And for that, we say thank you. And for that, we say thank you. We pray that tonight, God, you would direct us as we pray, that you would speak through us, that we would say what you would ordain for us to say, that we would request what you ordain for us to request tonight. And for that, we give you glory and honor and praise in Jesus name. Come on, every platform type. Amen. If you can, Harvest Channel, you can't uh, use chat. You probably have it put up on your TV or computer or something. Um, but if you're on a platform where you can chat, make sure you say amen and, um, and and let's move in this thing together. All right. Listen, guys, a couple of quick announcements before we go further in prayer. 
Again, tonight what we're going to do, I want to make sure that we hit some basics. And for many of you, these are going to be things um, that you have not heard before as it relates to prayer. I want to encourage you to get our app. How do you get our app? Text the word HARVEST to 877-552-4746. Can I get a few of you to type that on every platform? Text the word HARVEST to the telephone number 877-552-4746. When you do that, you'll be able to stay connected to all things HARVEST. Can I get a few more of you over here to share on the HARVEST Search Instagram page? Come on, HARVEST Search Instagram. It's 21,000 followers over there. We need to see these live numbers up. All right. Listen, in all of that, um, I want to encourage you to get our app. In our app, you can get our podcast. Uh, you'll be able to get notifications when we go live. There's the Bible reading um, in there. All types of resources that are in our app. If you got our app, you can give in our app. Everything you need is right there in the app. And let me say this. If you ever run into any issues, you all know we just released a new one. Just simply shoot the church an email and we'll get it uh, get it fixed. All right? All right. Don't just let there be a problem and you not say something when we can get it fixed. All right? Let me also say this. If you're in Atlanta, I'd love for you to be a part of our Harvest Search Atlanta launch team. Several hundred have already registered to do so. I'm excited about it. Um, I was just there this past weekend, had an amazing three days, um, getting things prepared, building relationships and doing the things that we do. We're not just planning a church. Um, um, and, and, and let me just say this real quick. Atlanta, yeah, people say, oh, it's time to church in Atlanta. Well, one, there's a lot of people in the Atlanta metro area. Um, there are, you know, I think something like almost 8 million in the metro area. To give you context, for those of you in Colorado, there's only 2 million in the Denver metro area in the entire metro. And that's from Boulder to Colorado Springs. Um, so in that same geographical footprint, you're talking about between four and five times the number of people, for those of you familiar with that. All right. But let me also say this, um, but there is a great need in that area. 60% of people in that area are unchurched or dechurched. Did you hear me? 60%. Can I get a few of you to type that? Six zero, six zero percent sign. 60%, which means the vast majority of people in that area don't go to church anywhere. And we're committed to changing that. All right. And so we want to see unchurched people who have never been in a church, dechurched people who were in the church and fallen away. We want to see them come to the Lord. All right. So we're excited about that. Um, and to do that, you need a team to make it happen. Um, and so uh, we call that our launch team. So if you're interested in finding out more about that, I want you, if you're in the Atlanta area, you've got family in the Atlanta area, you think about moving to the Atlanta area, we want you to be a part of it. All right. Get in now. Get in now. You want to get in now. You really want to get in now uh, because as it uh, as it begins to take off and to grow, you want to be able to be a part of that initial core team. Be a part. You want to be a part of the team that says, I was here when we first got started. And and as the Lord continues to bless that and grow that, you want to be a part of that team, right? Everybody wants to be a part of something bigger than themselves. This is your opportunity to do that if you're in the Atlanta area. Text ATL to uh, 877-552-4746. You can be a part of that. All right. Uh, also, let me say this just while we're on it. If you know I'm your pastor and Harvest is your church fam, come on, connect. God calls you to a voice, not a vision. He calls you to a man, not a building. Bible says in Jeremiah 3, 15, he will give you shepherds after his own heart. Did you hear me? Shepherds after his own heart. Not a church after his own heart. That's deep, right? He'll give you a shepherd after his own heart. Not a building after his own heart. Not uh, a ministry after his own heart. God calls you to a shepherd. He called Joshua to Moses. He called Elisha to Elijah. He called Paul, or he called Timothy to Paul. He called Titus to Paul. And the list goes on. He called Gehazi to Elisha. 
The list goes on. So if you know that God has called me to you, I am the man of God that speaks life into your life. Come on and connect with us. How do you do that? You can do that right there in that app. You can text join harvest. So you can do it on our website too. All right. So listen, uh, I want us to go further in prayer uh, tonight uh, as we're moving uh, in this. Can y'all believe we're in the month of May? I want you to just type this on every platform. My comments are really slow over here. Can y'all still see me on Instagram? My comments are really slow over here on Instagram. I want you to just type this uh, on the screen and just say this. I made it. I made it. I made it. Type that on the screen. I made it. I made it. I made it. What did you make it do? You made it through the worst year um, in the last hundred years of human history, statistically speaking. And the truth is, is that God calls you to prosper in a pandemic. I want to pray um, that you are able to see that because sometimes if, if the Lord doesn't show it to you, you will think it's uh, that you failed when you really had a win. You will think that it was less than when it was really better than it could have ever been. Father, in Jesus name tonight, we thank you, God, that even in the midst of a pandemic, you have caused us to prosper. You have called us to prosper. You've caused us to prosper. And for that, we say thank you. Thank you, God, that in you causing us to prosper, even in the midst of a pandemic, that we are seeing your hand for us. We are seeing you favor. Show us, God, exactly where you've caused us to prosper. And prosperity is bigger than money. It's bigger than cash, cars, and clothes. It's bigger than that. We want to say thank you, God, for causing us to prosper right now in the name of Jesus. And further, God, we go further. Come on. We go further, Lord, and we make it clear to you that we are grateful that you got us through uh, this pandemic. And we are thankful, God, that you kept us in the land of the living, which means if we still have a pulse, God, you still have a plan. And we thank you for that plan. We pray that your plan would unfold, that your plan would unfold, that your plan would unfold, that your plan would unfold right in front of our eyes. God, don't let us miss the reason you kept us here. Oh my God, we are grateful. I just need to stop right now. If there's anybody on every platform that's grateful that God kept you alive, I need you to release a digital praise on every platform. Uncommon Gospel, open your mouth and say it. Harvest Channel, open your mouth and say it. Every other platform, can I get you to type it? Put a praise on the screen that says you are grateful and that you are thankful and that you are appreciative. Watch this, that he kept you alive. If he spared you, there's a reason. If he kept you, there's a reason. That means you're not done yet. You are not done yet. Yes, I am. You are not done yet. Father, I pray that we would maximize the fact that we are still on the earth. We are not done yet. We are not done yet. I rebuke thoughts that we have done our best. I rebuke thoughts that make us think our best is behind us. I rebuke thoughts that make us think there's nothing greater ahead of us. I rebuke negativity. I rebuke fear. I rebuke anxiety. I rebuke pain. And we declare that, God, you kept us alive for such the time is this, and we thank you for it in Jesus' name. Cherry says, I made it past my birthday. They said I wouldn't. I proved the doctors wrong. You are a statistic breeder. Somebody says, beater. Somebody says, next week I graduate from college. Congratulations to you. You are literally, and you have literally been kept alive uh, because God is not done with you yet. You have not written your best song. You have not done your best serving. You have not had your best victory. You've not made your best money. Ooh, but your next 12, they will be your best 12. Please type that on the screen. 
and my next 12, they will be my best 12. And my next 12, they will be my best 12. And my next 12, they will be my best 12 in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I see somebody saying this buffering over here on Instagram. Is it doing that for everybody or is everybody good? It may just be your device, y'all. It may just be your device. It may just be your device. All right, here's what I've discovered about Wi-Fi is that um, the more they say you have, sometimes the less they really give you. I got a terabyte, but my stuff is to be like crystal clear and sometimes you still see issues. All right, listen, um, I, I want to I wanna, um, go here real quick. I want to go Matthew chapter six. I want to hit... Um, I want to hit some basics about prayer. I want to hit some basics about prayer for just a few moments tonight. Um, and then we're going to uh, cover some things from yesterday's message uh, in prayer. If you missed yesterday's message, let's stop. If you missed yesterday's message, it was amazing. It was amazing at Harvest. The title um, was Botched. And we were talking about botching the instructions, botching the instructions. And uh, we're going to cover some things in prayer um, so that um, it is um, that we do that. I'm going to hit that in a minute. But before we get there, I want us to go. Um, we're going to look at Matthew 6. and We're going to cover a few things in prayer. I want to teach you some basics on prayer. Um, and remember, I started talking about the protocol of prayer. And I explained to you why we do certain things that we do. You need to know the why behind the what. The why behind the what. The why behind the what? Um, you need to know the why behind the what. All right. And so I want to I want to do this. Matthew um, chapter number six, chapter six, it talks about prayer and verse number five. And when you pray, Jesus says you must not be like the hypocrites. Hypocrite doesn't mean you don't, pra- uh, you know, sometimes people think hypocrisy means you don't pr- you don't practice what you preach. That's not hypocrisy. Hypocrisy comes from a Greek word that means you're an actor. So it's not that you don't practice what you preach. It means you don't believe what you preach. It means you said it, but you don't actually believe it. You told somebody, but you don't actually believe it. Based on the biblical definition of hypocrisy, there's far more hypocrites than, 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 than we probably even can ascertain. Jesus says, and when you pray, do not be like the actors. Do not be like the actresses. They love to stand and pray in the synagogue, in church. He says, they love to pray in church. And they love to pray where? In the street corners. What does that mean? He says they love to pray in front of people um, that they may be seen by others. He says, I tell you, they have received their reward. So Jesus says, if you are an actor, you only want to pray to be seen praying. Did you hear me? He says, do not pray to be seen praying. So I want to cover that in prayer. That prayer is part of our practice. Is it buffering for everybody? I do not know why, guys. Just stick with me. I do not know why, um, but just stick with me. All right. Uh, it's been buffering since the beginning. Oh, my God. Oh, Jesus. Somebody says it's buffering for me. Oh, my God. It's lagging on here, but I hear everything. Wow. Okay. I do not know why. Uh, again, we had a little technical issue getting started, but everything everything over here is saying that everything is good. So y'all stick with me. Stick with me. Is it good enough for you to stick with me? Can you stick with me? Can you stick? Okay. It's buffering for you, too. Oh, my God. God. All right, y'all stick with me. I tell you. All right. Um, so so in that, just stick with me. We're gonna we're gonna make it on through. All right. On Facebook, how's it doing for you guys? Is it buffering for you all? Is it buffering for is it buffering for y'all? Everything te- it's telling me everything is good over here, but y'all tell me because clearly the computer's a lie. Somebody says Instagram was buffering for me also. All right. Clearly, uh Instagram, all these computers are lying. All right. 
Um, and so he says, do not be like the actors. Do not be like the actresses. He says, I do not want you to do that. I do not want you to pray to be seen. I do not want you to pray to be seen. I do not want you to pray to be seen. I want for you when you pray, I, I want you, watch me, to not let people seeing you pray be your reward. So make prayer your practice, but do not pray for the purposes of being seen. Let's cover that in prayer. Father, in Jesus' name, we cover in prayer tonight uh, uh, our practices. And we pray, God, tonight that it would not be our practice that we would pray, uh, Father, to be seen by others, that we would not be actors and actresses in the name of Jesus. Father, that we would not be actors and actresses. Facebook is great. Thank you all. That we would not be actors, and so that means YouTube is too, that we would not be actresses, uh, actresses and actors in the name of Jesus. We thank you, God, uh, that we would not be praying to be seen by other people, but God, that our practice would be prayer, which means it's what we do. It's who we are. God, we can be in the car driving down the street praying. That we can be on the highway, driving down the street, praying. That we would be, wherever we are, we would be doing it and we would be praying. We do not wait until we get home to get on our knees to pray. We can pray all day, every day. Father, cause us to make prayer our practice 24-7 in the name of Jesus. And we thank you for it now in Jesus' name. Come on, everybody say amen right there. Everybody say amen right there. Okay, some of y'all are saying it's better now. It's good. Y'all just stick with me. And I see a comment on there. It's only buffer on an iPhone, sir. You a lie. You a whole lie. <laughs> That's one of my adjectives saying that. You a whole lie. Stop lying on the Lord. <laughs> I'm just joking. All right, here we go, y'all. Come on, let's keep moving. Let's keep moving. Let, let what I'm doing be an example for you. Let what I'm doing be an example for you. We keep it moving. We keep it moving. Um, never let anything stop you. If you have a technical issue, don't let it stop it. Yesterday at eleven fifteen, my mic just went out. Y'all know, for those of you who, 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 who pay attention to your pastor, you ought to know I was hot as a firecracker. I was hot as a firecracker. I was hot as a firecracker. But what did we do? We kept it moving right in the middle of a message, but we kept it moving. I need you to have that same mentality. Keep it moving. Do not let things stop you or distract you. In fact, the storm is an usher. Anytime something comes in your way to delay you or to distract you, you need to say you are an usher to get me to where I want to go. Father, I pray that we would begin to handle every distraction and every delay, God, like it is an usher to get us where we are to go, to get us where we are to go, that we would not stop, that we would not get stagnant, that we would not got pulled over on the side of the road, Come on, but that we keep it moving. I pray that we'd have the tenacity to keep it moving. I pray that we would not allow anything that distracts or delays to get in our way in Jesus' name. I need you to type amen because some of y'all, you keep putting stuff on the back burner because distraction keeps coming up. Wave at me if I'm talking to you. You keep saying, I'm going to do it next week because I got to deal with this this week. I'm going to do it next week because I got to do that. And I need you to hear me. Do not allow displays or distractions to make you wait on what it is that you need to get done today. I am a living witness that you uh, uh, that if you have that mentality, will you keep it moving? You're going to see God do amazing things in your life. All right. So look at verse six. But when you pray, go into your room, shut the door and pray to your father who's in secret. and Your father who sees you in secret will reward you. He says, if you pray to be seen, your reward 
it will be that other people see you. He said, if you pray to be seen, your reward will be that other people see you. I'll say it again. If you pray to be seen, your reward will be that other people see you. That will be the reward. Other people will say, ooh, she can pray. Other people will say, ooh, he can pray. Other people say, ooh, I like the way they pray. But God says, I need it to be your practice so that you, you are, it's something you're always doing. You're not doing it to be seen. Watch it. If I'm always doing it, it's who I am. If I'm doing it to be seen, I'm an actor. Did you hear me? If I'm always doing it at 2 a.m., I can be driving down the street. Anybody that's ever been around you, will, uh, around me will tell you this. I can be driving down the street singing a song, and then I'll immediately go into praying in the Holy Ghost. I could be in the middle of watching a movie and immediately go into prayer. Now, listen, that's just me. I could be watching a movie, especially if the if the scene in the movie speaks something like powerful to me. I would literally go in tongues in the theater because I had been in the theater in a year. But in the theater, I would go in. Why? Because that's who I am. I do not wait. It's a relationship with God. So I'm not doing it to be an actor. I'm not doing it to be an actor. I'm not doing it. You said, yes, you were. I'm not doing it to be an actor. What am I doing? I am doing it because that's my lifestyle. I'm doing it because that's what I do all the time. All right. You ought to be the type of person where, listen, in the middle of a conversation, you just break out in prayer. People are like, oh my God, what are you doing? Be like, oh, listen, we have a relationship. So because I have a relationship with God and I'm not an actor, I'm not an actress. Listen, at any moment, we may start talking. Come on. At any moment, we may start talking. At any moment, we may start talking. At any moment, we will start communicating. And that's not no, uh, that's not weird. That's not spooky. That's not some uh, weirdo thing. No, we have a relationship. If I listen, many times in the body of Christ, people talk about, you know, it's relationship with Jesus and relationship, but you don't practice a relationship because a relationship means, we, listen, if you're in a relationship with somebody, we don't wait to talk. We talk all throughout the day. If you're in a friendship with somebody, you we talk throughout the day. We text throughout the day. You'll email throughout the day. You'll get on the phone throughout the day. Somebody say, it's a relationship. Come on. It's a relationship. So I'm not waiting until I get to church to pray. Listen, we always talk. I am not waiting until I, I, I get in front of somebody. It's a relationship. So we do it all the time. All right. Y'all stay with me. Even if you have any technical issues, stay with me. Let's keep it moving. We're almost done. Stay with me. The enemy must not want y'all to hear this thing tonight. Because some of y'all are about to change how you pray and you're about to change what you possess. Uh, let's cover our month of May um, because the month of May is going to be the month where things become a reality for you. That's why I'm doing this series this month called Reality TV. Because the month of May will be a May where a month where things become reality for you. What you've prayed for, you're going to possess. What you've sown for, you're going to see. What you have asked for, you are going to access. Father, we cover the month of May as we're 10 days in, God. There's 21 days left. My God, there's 21 days left. When Daniel prayed, the Bible says it took 20 and 1 days for the answer to manifest for him. We speak, God, to the last 21 days. I need you to type 21 on every platform. We cover the last 21 days of this month. And we say, God, that this would be a month of possession for us. This would be a month of access for us. This would be a month where we ascertain in the name of Jesus. And Father, it will be real for us. It will not just be on our vision board. It'll be something we possess. It'll not just be something we're talking about. It'll be something that we're doing. It'll not just be something that we're hoping and wishing and praying for. It will be something that we are walking in. And for that, we say thank you. And for that, we say thank you. Can I get you to just confess this over you the last 21 days of this month? Say reality, 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 reality. This will be reality for me. 
This will be reality for us this month. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Come on, everybody say amen. All right, let's get back to this. Do on basics of prayer. Jesus says in Matthew 6, 6, but when you pray, go into your room, shut the door. Pray to your father who's in secret and your father's in secret will reward you. Uh, many people misinterpreted this to think that prayer is supposed to be something. You get home, you do your hands like this. Can I even tell you that doing your hands like this, it actually comes from slavery. This is not a posture of prayer. It comes from slavery where a slave was begging the master to do something. And I know we use it as an emoji today, but I just want you to know this. We're sons and daughters of the most high. We don't have to beg. Come on, type that on the screen. We're not a beggar. God, I pray that we would recognize we are your sons. We are your daughters. We are heirs into the kingdom. And Father, we do not have to beg. We do not have to beg because we are your sons and we are your daughters. We are not slaves. We are not begging for you to do something. We are in relationship with our father and you are a good, good father. And I pray that because it's relationship and we would do this all the time, that we would be reminded, God, that we are your children. Come on. We are the children of the most high God. And Revelation 5.10 says that you make us to be kings and you make us to be priests. That means we are spiritual and successful. We are spiritual and successful. We are spiritual and successful. We can pray and we can slay. We can speak in spiritual tongues and speak in the tongues of the boardroom. We can do spiritual things and practical things. We can call what we need in the spirit and then we can go get that bag. Let's go. We are spiritual and successful. In Jesus name we pray. Come on, everybody say amen right there. Just stick with me. Stick with me. Stick with me. We're almost done. Just a few more minutes. Matthew chapter six. Many people misinterpret that to think that you have to do prayer hands like this. You have to go in your bedroom and, and, and be private and close, you know, and all that. The point was, is Jesus was saying, I need you. If this is a relationship, think about it. Um, and let me just go here for a moment. Parents, parents, if you had, if you had a, um, if, if you were talking something, a grown folk talk that you did not want your kids to hear, what would you do? You would shut your door. Because you didn't want the kids to hear it. Everybody pay attention. What Jesus is communicated in Matthew chapter uh, 6, verse 6. This is when you pray, go in your room and shut the door. He's saying, be careful. Please listen. Be careful that you are not telling people that are not on the same level of maturity as you. Pay attention. That they're not at the same level as you. That you are not always telling them everything that you're praying. I'm going to say that again because some of y'all missed it. Let me say it for those in the back. When he says, go in your room and shut the door, it's tantamount when a parent is, dis when parents are discussing something that they do not want the children to hear, they shut the door. When executives are discussing something, they do not want the staff to hear. They shut the door. Why? Because what we're about to talk about, you don't have the level of access, authority, or maturity to handle it. Sometimes your issue is that you're telling everybody what you're praying for and what you don't know, they begin to pray against it. They'll begin to show doubt. They'll begin to say, that's crazy. Why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? Why are you talking about this? Why are you doing that? And I need you to hear me. You need to learn how to shut the door to people that are not at your level of maturity. I'm going to cover you in prayer. Listen to what we're about to pray for. I'm going to cover in prayer that you learn what not to share with the wrong people, that you learn what not to say to the wrong people. Some of you, you tell me, that's my friend and I tell her everything, but she's not as mature as you. She's not as spiritual as you. 
She's not, uh, she's not a king and a priest. She's either or. She's not both of them. All right. You go and you tell, but I, I'm going to tell so-and-so. Watch me. There's sometimes you can't even tell people that are even in your house what you're praying for because they're not at the level of maturity for it. That's what Jesus says. Shut the door. Shut the door. Shut the door. Father, in Jesus' name, give us the wisdom to know what we need to shut the door to and to whom we need to shut the door to so we are not sharing things, God, that are above the maturity or above the authority of those we are sharing it with. And in Jesus' name, I pray that we would learn how to close our mouths sometimes around certain people. There are certain things we ought not say because when we say it to them, they can begin to speak against it. They can begin to shoot it down. They can begin to pray against it. Sometimes, God, the way we have to pray is we got to shut that door and keep it private. Show us, God, what we need to keep private. Come on, you all, let's pray. Show us, God, what we need to keep private between us and you. Show us, God, what we need to not disclose, not just in prayer, but in any aspect of our life, what we need not disclose to other people. Show us, God, what needs to remain private. Show us, God, what needs to remain between us and you. Show us, God, where we need to shut the door. In Jesus' name. Can I just get you, instead of saying amen, type this, shut the door. Shut the door. I'm going to say it like I'm in the South. Shut the door. Shut that door. Shut that door. How many of you can be honest that there are doors um, that you left open and you shared certain things with certain people? And then after you shared it with them, they, they begin to they begin to throw water on it. They begin to, to kill it and, and not to help it, but to kill it. Not to say, look at it this way, but to kill it. Wave at me if I'm talking to you. Wave at me if I'm talking to you. All of us have dealt with that. And so that's why Jesus says, shut that door. Shut that door. There are some people you do not need to tell. There are some people that you do not need to say anything to. Got it? There are certain people you just need to just pray and just it'll manifest. It'll manifest. Shut the door. Do you hear me? All right, let's go. Verse seven. And when you pray, listen to this. Do not heap up empty phrases as the Gentiles do, for they think they will be heard for their many words. I joked yesterday at the 1115 about old school prayer. Anybody remember old school church? And I'm not knocking old school church. But um, many times people will pray. You ever seen that person that pray and they say, Father God, 400 times, Father God, we just want to thank you, Father God, for your goodness, Father God. And Father God, we love you on the day, Father God, because you woke us up, Father God. And Father God, we just want to say that you're good, Father God, and you're the wheel in the middle of the wheel. They don't even know what that means. And Father God, you kept our bed from being our cooling board. They don't even know what a cooling board is. And Father God, you kept me in my right mind and you ain't going through nothing that would make you lose your mind. And Father God, you just, uh, you know, they say all this stuff that is, is, is just a bunch of talk, but it doesn't mean anything. When we pray, you'll notice I use real words. I call out real scriptures because it's real relationships. So when we pray, we don't say all of this stuff just because you say a bunch of words thinking God's going to hear you. Call him Father God 400 times. That's not even his name. Father God is not his name. God is a title. It comes from a 6th century Germanic term, Gudon, which means source. So when you say Father God, everybody watch me. Father means life giver. God means source. Got it? When you say Father God, it's not even clear that you're talking about him. Because if your job is your source, watch me. If your job is your source, then you're talking to your job. Did you hear me? If your spouse is your source, when you say God, 
Heaven registers that as you share, uh, as you speaking to your job. Did you hear what I just said? God means source. That's not his name. So for those of you who grew up that way, and you think, well, you know, I got to say Father God, Father God, Father God, Father God, Father God. No, 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 no. Because God means your source. So if your money is your source, when you say God, you're, you're talking to your source. Because God is a subjective term to each individual. Come on here. Father, we pray that you are our God. You are our source, Jesus. You are our source. You are Alpha and Omega. You're beginning and the end. You're the great I am. You're the first and the last. You are Jehovah Jireh. That means you're the Lord that provides for us. Forgive us, God, for ever making anything our God besides you. Forgive us for making money our God. Forgive us for making people our God. Forgive us for making applause our God. Forgive us for making cash cards and clothes our God. Forgive us for making acceptance our God. Forgive us for making sex our God. Forgive us for making alcohol our God. Whatever it is, God, forgive us for anything we have made our God besides you. You are our God. And your name in the scriptures, you said, my so be called I am. A year, a share, a year in Hebrew, which means I will prove who I am by what I do. I'll prove it. I will show you better than I can tell you. The scripture calls you Jehovah in English, Yahweh in Hebrew. Yet, hey, waf, hey, that is your name. You are the great I am. And we say, God, you are our God in Jesus' name. Come on. Everybody say amen right there. Guys, just a few more minutes, y'all. Stay with me. Stay with me tonight. Watch this. Um, it says, don't, uh, verse 7, Matthew 6, 7. We're covering some basics in prayer tonight. This is so good. Please do not miss this. There's a protocol to prayer. And you can't just, you know, you know like, um, you, 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 say, well, you know, I, the way I talk to God, I've heard people say stuff like this. Well, the way I talk to God, I'd be like, what up, bro? And I'd be like, no, no. You weren't talking to him. He said, but no, because we got a special relationship. There's a protocol to this. You do not get to subject God to how you want him. This is not Burger King. You do not get to have him your way. Come on. There's a protocol to this. There is an order to this. There is a, there, there is a structure to this. All right. You don't go to God. To my, hey, what up? I ain't going to say that word, but you don't. He'll look at you like, who, come again. Who are you talking to? All right. Don't come at me like that. I'm not your equal. I'm your source. I'm not your equal. I'm your father. I'm not your equal. I am the shepherd of your soul. I am not your equal. I run you. You don't run me. My God is quiet in the church tonight. Come on, y'all stay with me. I know my comments are delayed coming through, but y'all just stay with me. All right. Listen, um, um, verse eight, do not be like them for your father knows what you need before you ask him. So check this out. God says, before you prayed for it, I knew what you needed. So the purpose of you praying, hear me, is to agree with me. The purpose of you praying is to make your request known. You say in a whole lot of words, like, for example, Jesus says this when he goes to Lazarus. Lazarus had died. He'd been there three days, three nights. Lazarus has died. And what does Jesus say? Lazarus, come forth. He does not say, oh, Father God, in the name, in my name. <laughs> Here we go. Oh, Father God, in my name. You can see that Lazarus is dead. Oh, God. And then nobody tell me nothing. And Lord, I just don't understand why it's got to be like this. And look, no. All he did was say, Father, you hear me and you always hear me. And for the sake of these people, I'm saying these words out loud. Lazarus, come forth. All right. So what does Jesus say? Jesus says, pray like this. Our Father in heaven. Again, he's being specific. 
because something else might be your life giver. Mm. Hallowed be your name. That means, in other words, we honor your name. Everybody listen to this. God is to be honored. Type that word on the screen, honor. He is to be honored. What does honor mean? Honor, proof of honor is adaptation. Proof of honor is adaptation. Proof of honor is adaptation. You cannot say that you honor the Lord and you don't adapt to him. Let me say this. You cannot say you honor anybody and you don't adapt to. Got it? Don't say I honor my pastor and you don't adapt to me. If I'm your pastor, whoever your pastor is. Don't say you honor a uh, 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 protocol and you don't adapt to it. You cannot say you honor anything that you do not adapt to. Proof of honor is adaptation. Can I get you to say that honor equals ad adaptation? That means I adapt. That means I acquiesce to. That means I adjust things to fit what they want. Got it? You remember that movie, Coming to America? And the, and the original. The, ori the original. The original. Not this new thing. The original. And that original, y'all remember in the movie... Um, when Akeem, the girl comes in, uh, Vanessa Bell Calloway comes in and, and, uh, he's like, tell me what kind of food do you like? And she says, whatever food you like. And she said, tell me what kind of music you listen to, whatever kind of music you listen to. And listen to what she says. She says, since, um, since I was a little girl, I have been trained and developed to, um, to be a queen, which means I have studied you my whole life. Come on. To give you what you want. For those of you who saw the sequel to the movie, you saw in the movie, she came in on the movie and she was still hopping on one foot and barking like a dog. Why? Because they were teaching a principle. The principle was that she was honoring and adapting to him. Watch me. Even when he wasn't around. Father, I pray that we would honor and adapt to you even when we think it's not important. That we would honor and we would adapt to you, God, even when we think it's not significant. We honor and we adapt to you in the name of Jesus. That's why the scripture says, uh, hallowed be your name. Honored to your honor to your name. We adapt to you. If you want it like this, this is how you get it. Father, we give you our best because we honor you. We don't give you sloppy because we honor you. We don't give you leftovers because we honor you. Hallowed be your name. Hallowed be your name. We honor you. We adapt to you. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Everybody say amen. Guys, let me finish this real fast. We're almost done. The last couple of verses here. Your kingdom come. Uh-oh. Your will be done. Uh-oh on earth as it is in heaven. Check this out. Why does Jesus pray for the kingdom to come? The kingdom is heaven's attributes on earth. Heaven was on earth. He, he is the manifestation of heaven on earth. Check this out. Your kingdom come. What is he saying? He's saying, God, let your way of doing things invade and take over. In other words, guys, hear me. I need for you to realize you are supposed to have a takeover, not a take sides mentality. Which means everything we do, we should dominate. Father, we pray that your kingdom would come in our lives. That means we should dominate. The kingdom is what you said we can have and who you said we are. And in everything we do, your kingdom should come. We are the manifestation and the visible manifestation of your kingdom. Your word says in Luke 17, 21, the kingdom is in here or there. It is in us. The kingdom is in us. That means everywhere we go, we take the kingdom, which means everywhere we go, we should dominate. Your kingdom come, your will be done. We should dominate. I pray, God, that we be number one in whatever department we're in. 
that we excel in whatever we set our hands to, that we are the best in whatever we do. Why? Because your kingdom should come. Then you said, God, let your will be done. Why did you pray that? Because your will often isn't done. Your will isn't done. Just because it didn't break down and burn to hell doesn't mean it was your will. We pray, God, that your will would be done in our lives. Your will would be done in our lives. Your will would be done in everything that we do. We seek your will, not our wills. Come on, somebody say your will, your will, Lord. Your will, your will. Your will, God, not our will be done in Jesus' name. Uh, on earth as it is in heaven. Which means, God, we are supposed to ensure that on earth your will is being done. In Jesus' name we pray. And then you say, God, verse 11, 12, 13, give us this day our daily bread. What does that mean, God? What we're saying, this is bigger than food. What we're saying, God, and what you were saying in that scripture is that provide for us today everything we need. Give us the word that we need. The word is the bread of life. Give us the word we need for the day. Give us the word we need for the day. This is bigger than natural food. This is spiritual food. Give us the word we need for the day. God, I pray that everybody watching prayer, that they get our app, that they get our podcast, they get on our YouTube channel, they get on our Facebook pages, they get our website. Why? Because they need a daily bread. They need a daily word. Give us this day. Give us this day our daily bread. That means the word we need today, the word that's fresh for us today, the word that's fresh for us today. We need that and we thank you for it now in Jesus name we pray. Then you said, God, forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. What does this mean? God, we release those that have hurt us. We release all bitterness, all hurt, all pain, all unforgiveness against others as you forgive us. You cannot forgive us if we're holding on to it against them. And we thank you for it now in Jesus name, in Jesus name. Can I just get you to say, I forgive, I forgive. Father, forgive us for walking in bitterness. Forgive us for walking but we're holding on to things. Forgive us for not letting it go. God, letting it go doesn't mean that it didn't hurt. Letting it go doesn't mean that it didn't piss us off. Come on, let's be real, y'all. Letting it go does not mean that it did not make us feel used. Letting it go does not mean it did not make us feel abused. Letting it go means that I forgive them so you can forgive me. I got to give it to get it. I got to give it to get it. I got to give it to give it. And so we forgive in the name of Jesus, God. We hold no grudges against anybody. Come on, somebody say no grudges. We hold no bitterness against anybody. Somebody say no bitterness. We are not mad or angry at anybody. Somebody say no anger. That is too much pressure to carry around. That's like carrying the weight of somebody around. We release it and we let it, uh, let it go. In Jesus' name we pray. Look at this last part of this verse, y'all. We're doing basics of prayer. That's what the Lord told me to cover. I pray about what we pray about. He says, son, I want you to hit some basics of prayer tonight. Look, verse 13, Matthew 6, 13. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. All right, everybody listen. Evil, evil. Y'all remember that movie, uh, Vampire in Brooklyn? And he said, evil is necessary. Y'all know I love movies. I'm a movie lover. Evil means contrary to in the scripture. So when he says, deliver us from evil, what does this mean? Deliver us, God, from anything that is contrary us. Please pay attention to this. The reason he says to pray this is because there are certain things that you are attracted to that are contrary to you. Come on. There are certain things you are drawn to that will be a disaster for you. There are certain things that you want that will ruin you. Come on. There are. Can we be real? There are certain things 
that you are drawn to, but they are evil for you. So hear me. This is, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us from what is contrary to us. What does that also mean? A noun, a person, a place, a thing, or idea that is contrary to my forward direction, forward movement. So if I'm going this way, evil means this. It's it's right here. So that means evil for you could be thinking that you're not good enough. That's evil. Evil. It's contrary to you. Evil could mean that you are think that uh, you're never going to get out of your city. That's evil. Evil for you. Um, are you getting it? Anything that's against your forward movement. Watch. You ready for this? Evil is procrastination. That's why for some of you, because you won't do it, he put he, he puts an urgency on it that forces you to do it because it's evil for you to procrastinate. There's some stuff you've been delaying and he said, look, I'm just going to force it. I'm going to force it now. Who am I talking to? Wave at me. There's some things right now in front of you where God says, I'm going to force it now. You wouldn't do it, so I'm going to force it because it's evil for you to procrastinate. Come on. Father, thank you for delivering us from evil, from the things that are contrary to us. We thank you for it now that you are the God that delivers us from that. What does that mean? You take us up out of, get us out of what is evil for us. And we thank you for it now. In Jesus name. Amen. Listen, guys, I want to, um, if we're a few minutes over, of course, we got started a few minutes late, we had a technical issue. Again, if you had any streaming issues, go back, watch prayer again. I always encourage you to watch it again. Anyhow, because the reality is the first time you hear something, you only remember 30% of it. And you only heard 30% of what you heard, not what was said. All right. So it's important that you go back and watch it again. All right. Um, listen, two things I want to do. If prayer blessed you tonight, sow into it. Bless what blesses you. How can you sow into prayer? A few ways. Number one, you can use the cash app. Can I get everybody to comment this on every platform? You can use dollar sign Bishop Foreman with the number two. Dollar sign Bishop Foreman with the number two at the end. F-O-R-E-M-A-M. Number two, you can go to our website, harvestchurch.church forward slash give, and you can give that way. Our text to give is on there, um, and then all of the other methods to give are on there. PayPal, Venmo, Givelify, Zelle, all of that uh, is, uh, what I'm missing one, PayPal, Venmo, Givelify, no, I got them, Um, and that is, oh, it's right here in front of me, I just read it, how about that? All of that's there. The email for that is hello at harvestchurch.church. Hello at harvestchurch.church. All right. So I encourage you to make sure that you do that. For the sake of time and because comments are coming through, I'm going to ask you, you, can you say this live on your page? Yes, it'll be saved on Instagram. You better go back and look at it again. Um, and then guys, make sure you share Instagram. I need you to make sure that y'all share this after it's on both channels, especially over on this Harvest channel. We got 20 something thousand plus followers. And I know the social media algorithms. That's why please do not depend on social media to stay connected to Harvest and Bishop Foreman. Please make sure that you get our app. How do you get it? Text Harvest to 877-552-4746. Can I get a few of y'all to type that? I see you, Simon. Thank you. Thank God for you, Bishop. I needed this. Come on. I'm glad you. I'm glad that this spoke life to you. So into it. Bless what blesses you. Um, Cash App is the easiest way for those of you that have it. I um, um, like our text to give system. So again, dollar sign Bishop Foreman number two or Harvest Church to Church for us last give. Listen, um, Bishop, what should I sow? You, you know, some can do 25, sow 50, sow 100, 150. Father, speak to your people what they are to sow and release. And as they release, Father, I pray that they would receive increase. Harvest is good ground. And as they release the seed, I pray that they would see that uh, harvest return to them in Jesus' name. If you've ever sown the harvest or Bishop Foreman, you already know that the ground is good for you. All right. 
Last thing I want to do, if you're on tonight and you're not a Christian, because comments are delayed coming through, I'm going to lead you in the prayer for my digital ambassadors and the folks that go through to check the decisions. I need you to stay on a few minutes afterward, since there's the delay in the comments coming through, because I don't want to miss anybody uh, tonight so we can get our decisions accurate. If you need to become a Christian tonight, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure tonight that you're a Christian on three, I just need you to do the hand wavy emoji or say it's me. Do the hand wavy emoji or say it's me on every platform. I literally have digital ambassadors on every platform that are watching to see your decision tonight because when you make that decision, we want to know that you did it, all right? So here's how we do it. On three, you do the hand wave emoji or say it's me. One, God's coming to get you tonight. If you're not sure, be sure. No guilt, no condemnation, no sin. One, two, three. And that's you. I need you to respond right where you're at tonight. You become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure. Do that hand wave emoji or say, it's me right now, right now. Come on, respond right now. And again, because there's a little bit of a delay in my comments, I'm going to leave everybody in this prayer tonight. I need everybody to pray with me. I don't care if you and Jesus went to school and you got a picture of you and Jesus in, in your class photo. I need you to pray this prayer with me. Say, Father, in Jesus name, thank you for dying in my place. Say, thank you for your love for me. Say, because of this, I confess with my mouth. And I believe in my heart that you are my Lord and my Savior. Give me the grace to run this race in Jesus' name. Amen. Listen, we celebrate you. Do not hop off without saying it's me or doing the hand wave emoji. If you just gave your life to the Lord for the first time, recommitted yourself to the Lord or, or now sure. I want you to do this. Text the word decision to 877 877- Five five two four seven four six. Text the word decision to eight seven seven five five two four seven four six. When you do that, we're going to shoot you a text right away to show you how to make Christianity your lifestyle and not just a hobby. All right, and we want you to do that. It's kind of like when you give. Think about it this way: you give your life to Jesus, so that's like a marriage, right? But could you imagine? Because uh, after the wedding comes after, or excuse me, that's like a wedding. After the wedding comes the marriage. So if all I do is bring you to the altar and leave you at the altar and say, congratulations, you're saved now. And I leave you at the altar. What about the marriage? I don't just want you to have a wedding. That's making the decision. Baby, we need to go ahead as marriage. We need to go show you how to walk out your Christian walk. And I'll shoot you a text right away to do that. All right. So text the word decision to the phone number 877 877- Five five two four seven four six. All right. Make sure that you do that. And again, if you haven't sown, I encourage everybody to sow. I'm a giver. I believe in sowing. And again, we apologize for whatever technical issues there were tonight. There was a little delay in getting started. Y'all know we start on time. There was a delay in getting started. And then there's another delay uh, that we're having with comments. Like I'm seeing your comments like three and four minutes after I said something. Uh, and so that's what we're seeing now. So don't know why that is, but nonetheless, we kept a movement. I love you. Can y'all hear me when I say that? I love you. I really, really do. Even if it's your first time here, my heart is a shepherd and a leader of people. I love the people that I lead. And it blesses me to see you blessed. I love reading your praise reports. I love reading your testimonies. I love reading how God is moving in your life. Don't miss church on Wednesday night. Wednesday's night's message is going to be powerful. Um, I, I and this whole series has been has been awesome so far. We're only what two three messages in, but this series has been awesome. Um, Wednesday's message. Uh, let me tell you the title. Wednesday, because y'all know we're doing this series called Reality TV. 
And uh, Wednesday's message is called, oh, this is going to be good, American Idol. Wow, that's going to be good. I didn't mean to kick the camera. That's going to be good. Uh, let me tell you some of the other messages in this series. Survivor, Shark Tank. Oh, God. Look, Catfish. Oh, my God. Married to Medicine, Top Model. Um, it's going to be great. All right. So make sure that you are connected and part of that. All right. So I'm going to just, um, so to make sure, I want to make sure it doesn't cut anybody out because um, I'm still seeing the comments are just now coming in where I'm giving, making the invitation and I made the invitation a couple minutes ago. Uh, so I'm just going to wait just a little bit. Again, if you haven't sewn, go sew. This is going to stay on for a couple of, uh, maybe another 60 seconds to make sure um, that nobody misses this. I don't want to cut the video in case the, the video is delayed or something like that. So it's important to me. The most important part of what we did. Yes, we prayed. Yes, we're sewing. But can I be honest with you? One of the most important parts to me is when we do the invitation. At Harvest, we call it dropping the net. When we drop that net for people to give their lives to the Lord. All right. That's super important um, to me. So we're waiting. I see your comments and this was good for me. I needed this. I needed this. That part about evil. Yes. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. I'm praying for you and I'm rooting for you. If you've never had anybody rooting for you, hear me. I am rooting for you. I really am. If you've never had anybody that wanted to see you do well, you need to know my past. If I'm not your, even if I'm not your pastor, I want to see you do well. But if I am your pastor, I for real, for real want to see you do well, um, because that's just the kind of man of God that I am. All right. Keep me in your prayers. I'd appreciate that if you would do that. All right, guys, I think that we're at a good place. So I love you. Have an amazing night. Can you just show me some love? Can you just drop the heart as your last comment? Just show me some love. I'd appreciate that. And uh, Instagram, this will be on my uh, profile so you can watch the replay. Harvest Channel, Facebook, YouTube, they're all there. Guys, you can always go back and watch a replay of prayer in case you didn't know that. Prayer, and there's a prayer podcast in case you didn't know that. Instagram, uh, Harvest Church, and also be uh, on the profile so you can do it too. All right? Right. I think y'all are saying wow to the fact that I'm just now seeing the comments come up for the things. So, right. They're delayed, but I think we're at a good spot. Love you. Have an amazing night. All right? I'm going to start. I'm going to start with y'all. Love you. Damn. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com don't forget that your skin is your largest organ and the sun can be your skin's worst enemy. Dermatologists recommended Neutrogena products offer the ultimate protection for your skin. From makeup remover wipes to Hydro Boost Water Gel Facial Moisturizer, BJ's has your entire lineup of Neutrogena skincare products. And now through December 3rd, save $4 on any Neutrogena product at BJ's. Love your skin back and save now through December 3rd only at BJ's.